Welcome to the Focal Point Business Coaching Minnesota Podcast. I'm John Shannon, Focal Point Business Coach and your host for the day. Today we're going to be interviewing uh, Tim Cruz with TGK Automotive Specialists and learn more about the automotive service business with a focus on the key factors for their success and identify some of the key challenges and or opportunities they are facing in today's business environment. We will close with the identification of some key actions that the business can take as a result of this podcasted business coaching conversation. Please welcome Tim to the podcast. Thank you. Good to see you, Tim. Thank you. Tim, why don't you uh, give us an overview and some background on TGK Automotive Specialist? TGK Automotive has been around for 13 years now. Uh, Troy started it uh, back in Hugo, or up in Hugo, I should say, back in 2007. Um, and he started, he was a he was a technician himself with some background, uh, got frustrated with the processes and, you know, how clients were treated and, and also decided to jump on jump out on his own and, and build it from there. Um, pretty much started with just a floor jack and jack stands and no hoist, no air compressor to now it's become a culture um, focused on, you know, earning the customer's trust. And now it's grown to eight locations. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Did he did he start in his own garage? I no, well, no, not in his own garage. Okay. But he did. He, he bought a or rented a little space down here in Hugo. That's great. Yeah. Well, you mentioned your motto, and that's an interesting motto that drives your company's business philosophy. Why is that motto so important to the success of TGK, and how has that influenced the culture of your organization? And it is we. We earn your business by earning your trust. Perfect. Yes, that is uh, that's a key to our success. It's a key to our success because it's, we focus on client satisfaction or client experience. And how we obtain that is through honesty, integrity, and then you know pointing out the key points and, and just advising the customer of the situation that their vehicle is in. And, and how have you been able to drive that into the culture of your organization? Because I've, I've done business with you guys, mm-hmm. and I see that from the time you walk in the door to if you've got to converse with somebody on your service needs. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, it's, thank you. Thank you for being a, a, a customer as well. Um, it starts with training. Um, you know, we just don't jump anybody into a seat and, you know, and, uh, and let them get after it. Uh, it's training and, you know, the processes and everything that TGK has in place, um, we focus on those and rely on those, and then we train all new employees, new new stores as we're growing. Uh, we focus on that, and I think that's where we try and keep everything uniform and unified throughout the all locations. Great, and uh, and is that working out well for you guys? Yes, yeah. It uh, you know for the most part it, it's 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 there you know there's a couple couple bumps in a row but you know after you know the c you know if somebody's new to the process and they actually see how it works you know in the end it's they can see that it's working smarter and not harder yeah and while providing you know excellent customer service so it works well cool yeah i, I enjoy it so tell us a little bit about your role here in the organization uh, my role here, as of lately, is uh, Director of Operations uh, for TGK Automotive, so I kind of oversee all eight stores, uh, help with uh, new employee orientation, making sure they get acclimated, get the training they need, 
either the front staff or the, the technician staff or anybody uh, for that matter. Uh, make sure that their knowledge and you know all the communications that we have um, provide training for technicians and service writers and managers uh, all alike. Make sure that they're up to date on their certifications um, and then making sure that all TGKs are adhering to the policies and procedures. That's a pretty large role when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. So tell me, how do you define success for your role? Um, I guess defining success to me is creating a long-lasting relationship with the customer, whether it's the first time or the hundredth time. Uh, it's been a goal of mine for quite some time, and this is my 30th year in the automotive business, and what I found works best is it's creating those relationships, and what I wanted to see sustained is handing down to a generation. My goal is to service a three-generation Three-generation family. Three-generation. So it'll start with, you know, either the grandfather and then the father and then, you know, possibly the son or daughter. I would love to, to create that. That'd be goal. That'd be good. That means that you're doing something right. That's a good, uh, good way to define success. Third generations. Three generations. Three generations, yeah. Okay. What are your uh, greatest business strengths, uh, those that cause your customers to want to do business with you? Uh, being honest, upfront, giving the good with the bad. Um, you know, nobody likes to hear the bad news. It's kind of like going to a dentist. You know you have to. You don't want to because there's usually bad news involved. But it, ultimately it's, you know, to be honest and upfront and, you know, do it with integrity. Hopefully that will transfer to the client that you're there to help. You're not there to just make a buck. Um, and being fair prices also helped. Um, one of the key things that seems to help me in my career is getting to know the people, having conversations with them, not just about their car, it's about getting in depth with them. You know, their families, you know, dogs, cats, sports, hobbies, you know, finding something, you know, that we share in common, which is also a good thing. But for me, that's a good way to dig in and then I tend to remember their first name. So when they come in, I want to call them by their first name. They're not a number. They're somebody to us. So that's kind of a thing I've prided myself on for years and so do a lot of people here at TGK. It's kind of becoming the culture. It's like, you know, you come into us, your family, you know, you're here. So, um, and then, uh, let's see. You know, having a technical background, it does help, you know, so we can work together to, to solve problems if there is any, you know, with the vehicle, um, you know, comforting the, the client if they are confused or don't understand the whole process or what needs to be repaired. It does help having that technical background. Um, and then educating myself. I still, to this day, do training, you know. You're never, never too old to learn, staying up to date. Yeah, it seems every industry is going through lots of changes. And in order to stay up to date, you have to be willing to put yourself out there and be a lifelong learner. Mm -hmm. And what you mentioned was exactly uh, sales. People don't buy from you unless they trust you. Right. 
you can't build trust with somebody without building a relationship first. And mm -hmm. that's the first rule of sales, I know. Right. Cool. Good. Yes, that is 100%. So what are some of the things, um, and we refer to these sometimes as challenges or weaknesses in the business, which are really, what are the things that limit your sales, your growth, or your profitability? Uh, I guess right now what I've seen, and I've seen it at the early stages of my career, um, we're going through the transition of quality trained technicians. Uh, and what I mean by that is, you know, anybody can, you know, become and replace brakes and starters in the sense, but a, a dietitian, because these cars these days are so sophisticated, you have to know how to use the scan tools to pull the information out to make a full diagnosis. So they got to be well-versed, well-trained in that. Um, and we just don't have enough of those coming out of the, the programs in high schools and community colleges and whatnot. Um, I think it's because of the, the push for the last decade or so, decade plus, is two four-year colleges. You know, the trade schools are suffering. We're not the only one in the, in the trades field right now. Yeah, know, people, can make a, people can make a pretty good living in the yeah, trades. Very. Yes, and for, you know, substantially less amount on the student loan. So. Yeah, so either come right out of high school, do some certification training, or there are programs, as you mentioned, at the local community colleges or technical schools. And when I think of all the college debt that people are graduating with now, being able to start working a few years earlier, not amounting the same amount of debt, and getting paid a fairly decent wage. Correct. Yes, they can, and they're, they're evenly, almost evenly matched. And, you know, and if you can come out ahead with less debt in the long run, I think it's going to be fairly square. That's good. So, so really, it's that uh, supply of qualified technicians. Mm -hmm. Is that just kind of limiting your growth? It's not limiting. It, it can, I shouldn't say limited. It's, it's going to come a time where, you know, either the, the technicians in the back are going to move in more into a management role, um, you know, or not at all, or they're going to retire. So we're going to have that gap, and there's going to be a lull, and it's going to be very hard to produce and provide quality service. Mm -hmm. So um, by doing so, I mean, Troy has been active in community colleges, and so by getting into the high school level and teaching and growing and mentoring to see if we can't spark that interest. That's great. That's great. You mentioned something else about uh, diagnostics. Yes. Being able to do diagnostics. So mm -hmm. let's put in a little plug for TGK because right. they do a great job with a, what is a 43 point? 20? Yeah. 43 point. More, yeah. <laughs> More yeah. than that? More even? than that. <laughs> yeah. Multi, multi, multi checklist. <laughs> but you guys provide your clients with a great little report. Yes. Why don't you talk a little bit more about that? That is a safety and reliability inspection. And what that is, is it can give the client or customer a snapshot or overview of their overall health of their vehicle. Um, and in doing so, if there is items that need attention, we have the ability to take pictures or videos, then we can transfer that to the customer via text or email. So it's sent digitally, and then it's theirs to keep. So they can have it on file. It's not stored anywhere on our servers or don't share that information. So that's basically a transfer of information between the technician and the customer. 
Yeah, that's yeah. Off, awesome. Yeah. And you guys use like a red, yellow, green rating system, right? Yes, so you can e- quickly identify where there's issues that need attention now. Right. It tends to be, if it is in the red, it means that it's more immediate or uh, becoming a safety concern. If it's in the yellow, more often than not, it's based off of mileage and fluid maintenance is a very big part of cars these days. So mm-hmm. uh, recommendations on fluids are based on mileage and that tends to be more in the yellow. And then, you know, also in there, we can take pictures of the fluid of what it should be, you know, at a good state, you know, and then a bad state or why it's recommended. You mm-hmm. can see the difference. And, you know, those fluid maintenances will, in the long run, you know, prevent costly repairs. You know, say a transmission flush, for instance, you know, if you're doing it every 50,000 miles, you know, 160 bucks or 170 bucks could save thousands in repairs. Yeah, and that's a great way to look at it. Right. So a little maintenance goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It does. And there should, with proper maintenance, I would have no doubt that any vehicle out there could hit a quarter million miles mm-hmm. with simple maintenance. It costs some, but, you know, you're, if you're in it for the long haul. Yep. Good. Yeah. Thanks for that. I think that also helps communicate a little bit about the philosophy of TGK. Right. Right. And so now thinking about trends that are going on in your business, what are your areas of greatest opportunity for the future? Um, the greatest opportunity for the future is by continuing to train and educate ourselves and buying the, the up-to-date information, the tools, the scan tools, the machines that make their job easier and learning how to operate them and staying at the forefront because technology is always changing and it's implementing more and more into vehicles that you have to you have to be well versed and educate yourself with those repairs in the future and I think that's where we're going to separate well we already have and we continue to separate from most facilities that will also help with the client experience which ultimately will create conversation and, and buzz and hopefully they'll check us out and see for themselves. So your, your service folks not only have to learn, know how to turn a wrench, I've heard you use that phrase before, yes. yeah. but also need to understand a little bit around computers and diagnostics and tapping into the different types of systems. Mm-hmm. And then also they have to have a nice customer service personality. Yes, that definitely helps. Yep. Yeah, you got to read situations and, you know, and provide that information. And it usually tends to be somebody who's, you know, outspoken. Outspoken. That's a good way to describe <laughs> it. All right, let's get back to business. Uh, tell us about your top three goals you have for your role or, or the business. Uh, first and foremost, with the expansion and the growth, we want to create a uniform client experience throughout the stores. So if a client were to go into any... TGK. We want them to receive the same type of service and level of service that they deserve. Because um, with with growth or rapid growth, that could diminish. That's the first thing that kind of falters, and we don't want that. Um, expand to twelve to fifteen locations in the next couple of years. Mm. Got the eyebrow test going. Yeah. <laughs> Was it raised up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then gross sales to meet or exceed um, 18.5 million. 18.5. 
and that 18.5 million target is that out into the future or is that this year's goal I would probably by the end of next year <clears throat> and yeah, that has to do a lot with the 12 to 15 locations yeah right now we're running eight stores and we'll probably hit in the in the 12 million range yeah well eight stores 12 stores is 50 uh, percent growth that's a lot of growth mm-hmm. yeah. cool that's got to be exciting so taking a look at those top three goals what are the constraints you might have on your business today or what sets the speed at which you are able to achieve these kind of like i touched on both already i think i mentioned it um it's just going to reiterate that uh quality trained employees not just technicians but quality trained employees at all levels um that will share the same vision goals and drive to make this happen um the speed of that is you know, if we if it's a rapid growth or grows too fast, that that's you know can cause some employees to cut corners. You know, just to meet the demand and and TGK, we just want to maintain that same level of quality throughout. Okay, all right, good. So taking a look at what you do in your role. Do you have any activities that you should abandon, eliminate, or stop doing to free up more time to focus on, as you said, making sure that we've got that culture of service and trust and relationship building across all eight stores? That is a hard question for myself um, because from the very start, I've always been an advocate for the team atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So trying to eliminate something, which means that either I'm not showing by example how to create that that team mold. Um, you know, I've I've mopped floors, I've given customers rides, I've did parts deliveries, I checked customers in and out at the counter. You know, ran the service department. You know, did the accounting side. I mean, there's nothing I won't do. <laughs> and so I, that's a hard question. Trying to eliminate one of them. It could mean that I could, you know, let the team in some way, shape, or form, you know, suffer. And, you know, that's what we need is that kind of thinking. If everybody has that same way of thinking, that's, if it's, there's something to do, do it. So let's probe on that just a little bit more. So here I go into coach mode. Yes. And so is there anything that from a value-added standpoint you could offload off your plate still needs to be done? but others in the organization could take that on so that you could really continue to focus on this building that culture and level of service. I got it. So delegate, delegate a couple of, yes, there could be, you know, at the store level, you know, at the day-to-day operations, which I'm overseeing, but if you're not there in person, then you have to have somebody to report to or fill that in and fill your shoes when you're not there. So that would probably be the one thing I would like to see is, you know, having a, a contact at each store, which is usually store manager, you know, but in close contact and, and sharing that and working together. And what would so, you be able to offload as a result of that? What I would, time. Time. Yeah, time to focus and, and, and concentrate on, you know, the future and, you know, is there new and improved ways of functioning or, training you know for technicians because that all takes time to to find and you know it just doesn't come to you so you got to look for it and see um which should 
you know, or train, you know, more in depth in within the business. You know, that's I think can never learn enough and work together. So if you could offload some of these tasks, you would get more time, which would give you more time to focus on building the quality of your operations. Correct. And helping your employees build their own capabilities. Yeah. Okay, that was very well said, Tim. You're a good coach. (laughs) (laughs) So what's what's standing in your way of doing that now? Uh, Right now, I would just say that it's because this position is new to me. Mm-hmm. So we're only three months into it. Um, but focus on it, that it would be a good place. And within a year, I guess it would be a good time frame or less to say. So just more seat time is the only thing that's standing in my way. And focusing and getting the processes and everything in order at you know what I was first hired to do and then move forward from there. So my next question is going to kind of build on that concept, and that's okay. actually the last question I have here formally for us. Uh, you've got a high-performing team. You mentioned that. What would you like to improve in the level of performance of your team? That mm. allows you to offload some of the tasks that you have to focus more on improving their capabilities even more. Um, well not to be the dead horse but the training part of it to to get everybody at the you know the higher level because knowledge is power you know keep training and keep educating i think things will get easier and you know the accountability side of things is you know in the team aspect if something is mentioned you know nobody's really getting their feelings hurt they understand that it's all professional and, and moving forward from there you know and learning from those mistakes and then improving mm-hmm. I think is uh, the next level I guess you know because nobody's perfect but we always want to improve and I think that's uh, that's where we need to concentrate so what's the one thing you could take out of our conversation today put to action that's going to help TGK become even better in the future well that is a solid question. Um, hire John Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was unsolicited. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but that'll make the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So, to what I heard you say was starting to take a look at setting up that key contact for yourself at each one of the locations. Oh, yeah. For each location. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Keeping in steady contact with each uh, location's uh, contact point. And, and setting up that go-to person and getting them up to speed well enough that you can offload some of the things. Um, and, and we always like to have a nice system of checks and balances. Mm-hmm. So figuring out what you're going to offload, but also figuring out how you can monitor that without necessarily having to be there mm-hmm. is a real key. That is a very yeah, good point, John. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, Tim. I'll give you some time to give a little commercial here for TGK. How do do we find you? How do we find us? Uh, Let's see. We have a website, www.tgkauto.com. We can always schedule appointments on there as well. Uh, Find us on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn for social media. Uh, We do have eight locations. uh, Hugo, Crystal, Maplewood, which is on the 3M campus. Bloomington, Indian Prairie. Chanhassen and St. Michael in Brooklyn Park. 
um, and any local communities. Uh, B&I groups. Yep. Yep, very active in B&I groups throughout the stores. Excellent. You guys run any specials that you want to make anybody aware of? Uh, right now we're running a winter special, uh, oil change tire rotation wiper blades, and the digital inspection for $59.95. Nice. Uh, tires will be coming in. We're doing a tire sale, and those will all depend on the manufacturer. There would be rebates available uh, coming now until the end of the year. Uh, and then depending, some will have at the turn of the year as well. Um, so yeah, winterization. Getting ready for winter up here in the northern tundra. We sure are. Had a little bit of snow today, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Starting to show its, show its claws. Yeah. And then another feature we do have when you contact the stores via the phone number, but we do have the capabilities of uh, communicating via text at all locations. So some people prefer that or emails or or not. You can start with the website, but we can get in depth and we can communicate via text and it goes right to the service advisors at all locations. So it's another good, good communication that we have. Great. Well, Tim, I appreciate your participating today in our well, podcast. Thank you. Yep. And uh, want to put in a plug, TGK Automotive Specialists, they earn your business by earning your trust. And yes. as a customer of theirs, I can verify that and validate it. Thanks for your time, Tim. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you are interested in being on a future podcast or want to learn more about the prospect of business coaching, you can find me at www.johnchannon.focalpointcoaching.com or on Facebook by typing in at focalpointmn into the search bar. Focal Point Business Coaching, helping business owners achieve their dreams sooner than they expect.